0: 2020
1: podcast. What? It's a 2020 podcast. What? It's 2020 podcast, bro. What? 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 Fellas,
2: this right here is episode fifty-two of the 20, by 20 podcast. I'm Nathan. Mr. <laughs> 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 Shakes. SM2. And LP Dangerously. <laughs> oh
1: yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What up? What up? What up? Fellas, one year anniversary.
3: Clap it up for yourself. yourself. Yeah, we're one year deep in this, and my man SM2 still ain't got the fucking right touch to put the nation on
4: domination, on on blast. Yo, yo, yo! Shout out to the whole nation of domination, man. The fuck, Shae? Yo, you cannot. Let me live on Yo, this. Yo, dude, shit, bro. We, like, we were just like actually. On, on,
3: we gotta cut this out. Yeah. How many
4: how many how many times we gotta do this, bro? I, when I, when I say, when I say, until the correction is made, shout paid. out to the nation of domination. When I say it, that's the time to say it. Yo, we're like six minutes in already, and you still <laughs> ain't done. Oh, sure. A minute and thirty-three to be exact. <laughs> and half of that is intro, but all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's going on, fellas? Man, what's up? what's up? What's up? What's up, man? Midweek, midweek once again, and we over here at the twenty by twenty sportatorium, chilling, relaxing, about to go in. On this thing we love called Pro Wrestling.
3: One year old. Oh, on, one year, bro. One year, man.
1: One year's old. Yeah. One year. Like, right, look back real quick. And see everything we've done throughout the year. I mean, it, it was alright. I mean, we, we had some pretty dope episodes. I actually interviewed a lot of cool
4: people. Wait, what, what were some of the interviews that you did?
1: Uh, we did an interview with one of like top wrestling photographers, I would say, at the moment. And probably... Past couple of years, and yep. Scott left. young Yo, Youngish.
3: Yeah, you want know, to hear something creepy? Um, no. I take the <laughs> I take the 59th Street Bridge into Queens every you know every afternoon after I pick up my daughter. And yesterday, I seen him walking with some girl. On 59th between like Madison and like probably uh Lex or whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, like I just seen him walking pass by and I just like, oh shit, that's just, you know, at the corner oh shit, that's this dude. I hope just kept on driving. I him. hope young,
4: I hope young Lush ain't in a relationship. I, uh, yeah, so I, then, I, yeah I've I seen that nigga on 59th with a bitch. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most out out you young <laughs> Who else? Uh, uh, we
1: got to uh, do from On It. Yeah, uh, used to work for On It. He Shit. actually is working for this um, dope ass company right now called Dropkick. Nice. Yeah, they got some pretty dope merch out at the moment. Shout out to Dion. All
4: right, shout out to Dion.
1: <laughs> Seeing him at the Bullet Club uh, block party as well. Cool guy, cool guy. Um, I mean, just everybody in the, in, in the pod game that we actually got to talk to, uh, there was an episode where LP was away on vacay. And I just called in to just like friends and stuff, you know, like friends that I'm meeting off of this, you know, off of this wrestling Twitter and everything. We got uh Wells Mania out in Indiana. Um, oh, Coach Klein. And- Coach Klein and them um, from the R- from the RC, yeah. Rink Rinkside uh, Crew, dude. That
4: was a uh, fucking wrestle rap
1: Yeah, yeah, man. My guy that? right there, Dan Polts, bro. Yeah, young Polts. Shout out to Polts, baby. How you doing? You know what I'm saying? And uh Yeah, so many. Like just so so many different people. Uh damn, I, I can't I can't even name them off the top the of, my, of my tears. head. The Yeah, the Jabba Tears, yo, shout out to them. They had this on on their show for a, a panel for Survivor Series back in November. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to uh yeah, Sir Wilkins, Mr. Black. Yeah, uh, they
4: do a pretty young thing. <laughs> uh, shout out to the
1: Trunel from HR. Uh, True Heels, they had us on the show this this past Saturday. Uh, SP3 and the gang, man. Shout out to them. Uh, it was a great, great uh, atmosphere. We had a dope episode. If you want to see anything else about the True Heels, you can ha- uh, hit them up on YouTube. Uh, I think they're also on what, what you call it? uh, iTunes. Anywhere you can get your iPod. I mean your iPod. <laughs> your podcast. Your podcast. Uh, the homies
4: from... Uh... Canada? Oh, yeah.
1: Definitely big up the homies from Canada. Uh, pro Wrestling look back.
4: Yeah, they show a lot of love. Yeah, you know, they show I, love,
1: I man. They love Yo, to them. I, I, the I follow them on IG and... Yeah, be yeah, 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 they got, stuff. yeah, they got some dope stuff over yeah. there. The past episode was about uh, their their favorite uh, wrestling theme music. And they actually gave our top five.
4: Oh, dope. You know, That's so real dope. Was, dope. I, that was
1: pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? So be on the lookout for them. They got a lot of dope stuff. And be on the lookout for us. We got some merch in the works. It's gonna be a really good year, the second year around, man. That's facts. It's gonna be a really, really, really good year, man.
4: Can't wait. And yeah, man. Well, happy cumpleaños, man. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy, happy birthday, guys. It's happy anniversary. anniversary. It's your anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> you don't we gotta, you don't gotta take, one. You don't <laughs> gotta take me out. You don't <laughs> gotta tell me oh, I'm oh, pretty.
1: Forgot to shout out another dope podcast who were the first people here's, we actually, me and LP actually met. When we started doing this, when we went to Backlash last year at the Prudential Center, we just stumbled in on an alehouse across the street from Backlash, and we met up with the Mixed Tag Show.
4: Mm. Did you guys so, really stumble in? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> this
1: fucking guy. But yeah, but shout out to uh, Miss uh, Miss Jenna and also Blue Magic they really show a lot of love as well. Saw them at the Wale Mania. Saw a whole lot of people at Wale Mania. I mean, it's wrestling, baby. Wrestling and hip-hop, that's what we do over here.
2: 2020. 2020. Wrestling 2020, brings a unique crowd together. So unique. Yeah, it's like... So unique. Yo, we there's, there's, there's some
4: nasty members in that crowd, but it's all love, yeah, It's, all, yeah, love. it's, it's all, love, all love, it's all, all we're love. Here, we're here for,
1: for one thing, and that's... It's all love. It's us in the neck neckbeards and it's everybody else, baby. <laughs> everybody in between. <laughs> everybody in between. <laughs> Word up, man. But um, we got a lot of things to get into today. Uh, Yo, man. First thing I want to get into. One of the topics of the week that's been going around, not even only the week, but like the last couple of days, is this promo by Cody Rhodes. After the promo that Dustin, his brother, aka Goldust, put down the week before, he came out taking shots at everything. Taking shots at Triple H. What'd he say? He was a Neanderthal, a neanderthal
4: He's Neandering around. Neandering, neandering
1: around, around. <laughs> yes. And taking shots at the rock as well the divas from the past you know he he mentioned how the divas from the past couldn't even basically they couldn't even you know hold hold the hold the boots or tie the boots for the ladies that were at all in on September 1st on that in that uh four way match and he also talked about how the pipe bomb that CM Punk had where he was just sitting on the stage and going in on everything that he basically hated about the WWE was better than anything that The Rock said. That's what I got from it, because he was talking about The Rock over here rhyming and rhyming and singing, and you know, was that really cool? I'm like, yo, this nigga's bugging.
4: It was, it, it was, it was, it yo, was like, absolutely cool. That, that was, it was more than cool, my man. It was kind of hard to watch that promo. It, it was hard
1: because I think he actually. Hurt us like this age group. Yeah. The only reason why, not not hurt, but like kind of kind of got at us because.
4: Listen, listen, sucker and suckatash. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about young Yo. Cody. Sucker and suckatash.
3: I'm sorry, bro. Like, ain't no fucking with Rock's promos, man. Rock's promo skills is off the chart. Yeah, he has some promos. Bro. Off the fucking CM chart. CM Punk had promos too, but. Rock's promos were. They were out there. Yeah, bro. but then.
1: Think about CM Punk's promos, right? You could probably, besides the pipe bomb, which is like the most famous one, yeah. what other one is going to hold a candle towards anything The Rock was saying? The stuff he was doing back and forth with Hogan, and he- and that was light. Light. That was light work. Light work. <laughs> and-, and it was better than whatever else that CM Yo, Punk was doing.
3: Bro, The Rock's promo... Promos during the Nation of Domination were just hands when down when he took over. Yeah, you know, oh yeah, fact. Not he even only
1: a... the promos, but his facial expression.
3: Yeah, with the eyebrow. Like the, the, and all there's, that.
1: A, there's a there's a drift there's a file rolling around how. Oh, he Remember, and that was. Yeah, and that was when Farouk was saying something, and he was just like. <laughs> all right, whatever. Rolls yeah. Yeah. his eyes. Yeah, yeah, all right, guy. You're about to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> you know?
4: I get, I get it. You gotta aim at the top when you wanna talk shit. No, You're of not course. gonna talk talk shit about people under you. Nah, not at all. But come on, dogs. You can't talk about the Rock that way. Like the Rock. But his promo game was too official. Another thing he
1: had said. Too oh, official. Oh, <laughs> another thing he had said is how him and his peers have been held down by what all these guys did within the Attitude Era. And when I heard that, hold up, but when I heard that, I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, you know, there was a moment in time, which is still happening right now in the WWE, how part-time wrestlers were coming back and forth and actually taking that main event shine from all these young guys they, they had coming up at the moment.
4: Yeah, I, I'm tired of people playing the victim role. Like, I can't believe that's his victim role. That's his victim cry?
1: Is it?
2: Is this is his victim think? cry.
1: Is that what, what you guys think? You think, what?
2: What? That's all I heard at that like promo. Seriously, I'm like, like yo, what the fuck? this went from like you talking shit to your brother to you taking it to an attitude era exactly. which you wasn't even really involved in as a talent. Like you got in at he... that attitude adjustment era where John Cena and them um, was going yeah, yeah, and Nexus. you had three, four different gimmicks and they worked. They worked to a certain extent, but they worked. Yeah. You know, it's what held what held you down was Vince. He ain't really have much for you. You already o- had Top guys. I also right.
1: think that he's taking shots at the attitude era because that's the era that his his brother like had I think his one of his best friends ever. Bro Go, Goldus.
4: Goldust was a unique character. Yeah, hell yeah. And it lived and for twenty plus years. Still lives and it's still gonna live. Yeah. Like once you think of Goldust like it's funny, like I remember like the way I felt about Goldust. 20 years ago <laughs> you know, it's I, like, He was nasty when you, when,
3: <laughs> when you hear Goldust You hear that gimmick Like Undertaker You hear that gimmick yeah. Like Kane Like you hear Goldust Out there yeah. you know? Right like the Goldust is Definitely. the name that stands out
1: And everything that Mick Foley came to In the ring <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Yeah He was crazy right My son <laughs> used to come out With full makeup A wig a fucking bodysuit right. and yo, then he'll be filling yo, up yo, he'll be he, he'll be be filling up on you know, the brown
2: panties, he, bro. he, yeah Mad filling man. up on
4: himself right yo, remember, but then walk out with a bad bitch yeah Marlena. Bad, right
2: but,
1: but yo remember when he had the the beef with Razor Ramon and just to get under Razor's skin he he, he kind of unzipped his, his onesie, whatever the hell he was wearing back oh, then. Yeah. And then he went like that and showed his nipple. Like, no, but he had like a, a makeshift tattoo, a heart when it said razor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yo, you can't do that now. Nah, you and can't then, do that And now. then that street fight, he has a classic oh, match. That street fight with Roddy, that Roddy Piper. With Roddy Pi- Yo, that was Roddy, legit, Piper Roddy Piper was bro. really punching him in the face. Yeah. Man. Yo, they were going in. They sold that. Like, Yo, that was awesome. That, was, that awesome. was a great fucking match. Shout bro. out to Goldust. Shout out man. to fucking Goldust, man. Oh, <laughs> Weird up, man.
3: I think he was supposed to be like a tranny type wrestler where nah, he was gonna no. Cut he was just supposed to be uh, like amped. What? Not
1: that. I was gonna say so. mm-hmm. uh what Androgynous. He was supposed yeah. to be an Androgynous type of
4: character. Really? Yeah. yeah. His background that's what, was that's like the
1: whole thing that Goldust was. His background oh. was like real
2: Hollywood, but it was like he the was, dark seedy he was side like, of Hollywood like He
4: was like, like gender G- neutral.
2: David yeah, Bowie on f- WWE. F- mm, that's that's what one. he was.
4: <laughs> All right. That's that's pretty weird. I, I never looked at Goldust that way. I just looked at him as, like, some, like, Hollywood weirdo. But that's what... Yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. Like, the C D like, side of Hollywood. Yeah. Because you know? remember, his shit was all about, like, like the cinematography. Like, yeah. he would pull up, like like the um he had the, the director's chair yeah he had the
2: director's chair that share. was the like, hollywood night the filter the on all his
4: promos and shit like where like, his finisher
2: was the final cut Yo, i never cut and shattered dreams was, which was a, was a kick what were the 24 karat yes. films
1: or something like that shattered dreams production yes <laughs>
2: and then marlena
4: oh. ba- barely talked she was always, just a director always looking fly always looking beautiful smoking on a cuba cigar like
1: and
4: that was a, that Saturday was an night. that was an amazing gimmick actually. <laughs> looking back, like comparing wrestling to where it is now, and then looking back on a character like Goldust, you can like you can see like wow like this guy was like putting in work. Yeah, yeah and his work, work rate was, was really right? good. This just a this wasn't just a guy that was just wrestling. This guy was actually putting in work. Yeah, into yeah. a character, yep. and he was like doing his thing in the ring. So, shout out to him, man. Definitely,
1: man. Um, uh, so moving on. Moving on to the next topic. And this shit got real quick, fellas. Dean Ambrose. He's not Dean Ambrose anymore. He's going back to his name of John Moxley, which was his name while he was going through the independence and, and more so uh CZW. Put
4: out a crazy vignette. Let me ask you a question. Who who put out the vignette? He did. He, he did. did like he put it on, on his Twitter. On his Twitter, he changed that the he...
1: name of his Twitter. Yeah, to that. To back so, to John Moxley. Moxley. Yeah.
2: Did he really use his Twitter or was it like never used? Because uh, from where it looks like it, it's well, like clean. Well, it was. Clean. He had. He, he always had.
1: He always had a Twitter, but never used it. Mm. Never used it. As you can see, he has like six hundred plus
4: thousand followers. He's not following nobody. You probably need to follow like where else is that video posted?
1: No, because right now it's posted everywhere.
4: Yeah, but I mean like officially. It
1: was officially through him. He put out the day before the vignette that they put out, he put out a picture of him just like this you know, like with it like looking down at his fist or whatever and it was just, you know, on some
4: like like a real grungy vibe. So let me ask you a question. Do you think that this is him like putting himself out there? Like, yo, trying to come back as sean moxley or you think he already has like a situation where he's gonna come back there's
1: definitely a situation in play but we don't know with who i mean there's like subtle hints subtle hints like around the vignette itself with the dice right one has the number two the other one has the number five 25 May 25th Double or nothing And all this stuff Has to do with Dice Cause they're in Las Vegas He's from Las Vegas He rolls by another Poster That has a snake That says Viper You know He rolls by both posters Like that Right What's Viper Randy Orton Did
4: he ever have That's to your Theory no, yeah, he's no, it just I, just, just just like how everybody else is seeing it, you know what I mean. Let me ask you a question: Did he ever use the John Moxley character in in WWE? No, never, mm. no. never, man. He was Zane Ambrose.
0: Zane mm.
2: Ambrose. So that's interesting. And another
1: thing is when it first starts, he's breaking out of prison. He's breaking through the walls. You know what I mean? Like how they say, y'all oh, break through the fourth wall" and all he's, that other stuff. He's escaping WWE. He's, he's a jailbird. Escaping bird. the universe. In he's, order to be himself again. He's a jailbird on the run. There, there's just a, there's just a lot wrestling. of things going on within that vignette that you don't know which way it's going. A lot of people are like, ah, oh, it's AEW, whatever. He's going to face. There's one thing uh, some guy put out. It's like a, a makeshift poster that he made where it's him versus Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc has like that dark character. And they're like, oh, this would be awesome for Double or Nothing. But my thing is like you have both elements, both elements of both companies within that vignette. So, fellas, where do you see John Moxley going? LP, talk to me.
2: AEW.
1: You see him at AEW?
2: Yeah, it was pretty uh, good production value for that little video, that mm-hmm. little vignette. That's why. That's why I thought I was like, damn. It looked really
1: good like, like that, that looked like wwe type quality material you know what i'm saying because everybody says like wwe uses like real like film like you see hollywood film quality stuff
4: for their stuff that's the stuff you know? they got to pay attention to like
2: yeah like things like that it reminded me of uh i don't mean to cut you off oh. but it reminded me of uh of uh lucha underground
1: yeah Yeah. Like that type of dark that that darkness.
2: Yeah. Exactly. That dark production value where it's like it's like real shadowy, but you see what's going on and shit like that. Like you it's really intense, but at the same time slow. Like he ain't really do much. He just like bashed through a wall with his shoulder, which is impossible. (laughs) Shit is fucking concrete. (laughs) So there there should be some meaning to
4: yeah, every, the things that we're seeing, like, not set with the dice and the viper. And, and him that, breaking like, out and everything. And him breaking out. Yeah, man. it's
1: just it, I think it's going back and forth. And his character of John Moxley is just a nut. Yeah. So maybe it's him going back and forth not knowing what he wants.
2: Or not knowing which way he wants to go. I, don't forget, at the end, he's uh, walking by, like, stores. And he's wrapping, like, his arm with, like, barbed bar wire and wire. shit like that. And bleeding. Yeah. And bleeding out, yeah. I don't think blood is real, but... But that's, that's, that's his thing. Like Still does, real to me, damn it. He does death matches and
3: shit like that. Like so. Shice, what do you think, man? Well, I honestly am a little bit confused. But I don't think that WWE promoted his leave like that to not to have him no more. They promoted it for a reason yeah so meaning they promoted it because they want to kill that character now they want to just come up with a new character and you know maybe forget about the dean ambrose forget about the shield because maybe he's thinking like y'all don't want to be in the shield like this is a shadow this is always going to attract me back to the shield i can't move on and be the character i want to be when you still have me in the shield yeah and that's what's going to just keep on happening there's going to be shield reunions you know, like, Roman Reigns is going to come to help out. And that's probably what he doesn't want. You
1: know what would be dope if he does come back as that character and he gets into some shit and they try to come out to help him and all he does
4: is try to beat up Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins? But would it actually be dope? No, it wouldn't For him to <laughs> really come back to WWE as John Moxley
1: Ooh. Nah it it wouldn't. It's true. No no, but you know what it is Unless I,
2: we blew up Dean Ambrose like they blew up Vince. Like, <laughs> uh, like, nah, he he, I,
4: he should be developing that character somewhere in, else. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah, Yo, you
3: think they you, Vince McMahon's not gonna let him leave without giving him some great money and be like, do whatever you want. If it's gonna work, if it's gonna work somewhere else, supposedly it's work, like, yeah. he was he was offered some really good money. That's what I'm saying and he probably down. was just like I want my own thing. Like, and you know, he did
1: he did the right thing when he left. Supposedly. He was putting people over. I love like you. that's like they, they said like that's one of the things of pro wrestling. Like uh, Jim Cornette said within uh those episodes of um the dark side of the ring. Yeah. He's like, if you're leaving one territory to go to another. You leave that territory putting people over. And that's what he did. Uh Like, he was losing all over the place, putting people over. Probably won a match here and there. In his last match, he was with The Shield. They're not going to make The Shield lose. Because Roman just came back. Seth just got the fucking Universal title. And like, Sal just said, oh, wow. (laughs) Like, SM2 just said, it'll be kind of weird him coming back as... John Moxley
3: to the WWE. Yeah, I'll see that. I'll see that happen. Being a little weird.
4: Well, I guess we got to see. Real quick, I have a question. So go back to Cody. Um, I know that's like the initial conversation, but is AEW setting themselves up to be like a quick flash in the pan? a bunch of we're just going to take everybody that's known we're going to put them together and we're going to try to build off that or are they like trying to set themselves up from lo- for for longevity and building up younger wrestlers like what's cuz i don't know like, like it's fucking MO? may 1st and i still don't know what AEW is okay like i'm still trying to figure so... them out and it's like every wrestler that is a free agent you know might go to <laughs> AEW which is fucking corny at this point. So it's like what the fuck is AEW doing? Are they just going to put on these fucking super cards every fucking time and that's well, it? Well, like, right now, right need? now
1: they're in they're in the mix of getting a TV deal. And there's word going out that their TV deal might be with Turner, like with TNT. <laughs> which is crazy, right? <laughs> That's pretty dope. It's I mean Turner, repeating itself. Well, Turner doesn't own own uh, you know, TNT TBS It was all sold over I think, to AOL and Time Warner at that moment. Right,
4: but it's still in the Turner.
1: Yeah. And I I feel that they're not trying to repeat history. They're not trying to go back. They they're actually trying to learn from the mistakes that WCW did. Like Cody Rhodes said in the interview, he's like you know, we would only want probably like 5% of the WWE roster. He's like, we wouldn't want everybody that comes out of there. They right? have a lot of
4: the people, though.
1: And then I'm like, damn, you wouldn't... 5%? Like, really? That's it? Because there's people that they have now that... Bro,
4: that's them talking shit. There's yeah, no it could, way it
1: could be, really be them talking way. shit, but then I thought, I was like, nigga, really? 5%? Like, there's people that's there now... And I would say like their B-level talent is better than something you got right now signed. You know what I'm saying? And like you said right now, like you don't know what's going on. We haven't really heard anything. All we're seeing right now in the last two weeks is the buildup to the Cody and Dustin. Which will probably
4: be the main event.
1: Right? We haven't seen anything about the Kenny and Jericho matches about to happen. Or... The Young Bucks. I mean, if you're if you're not if you're not on uh Instagram or Twitter, if you're not following it heavy, you're not really seeing what's going on between the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. Or even Which are Pentagon Junior and Phoenix.
2: Or even with uh if you're
1: not following being the elite like. Exactly. You're not really seeing what's going down. Like you're not seeing the shit on TV, how you're seeing WWE. You have to really st- be following it in order to see how these matches are are actually, you know, Gaining traction and evolving, exactly. Right now, it might not hurt them because everybody is on their social media heavy to see what's the next move they're doing. But that's going to die down after a while. They're going to have to start putting something out there for the people to see. Even if it's just a show on a streaming service. People are going to go to their computers. People are going to go to their smart TVs, their laptops, and go and want to watch and see what's going down.
4: I don't know. Like, I just, you know... I, the the Lucha Bros. I saw I saw something on Instagram with yeah. the Lucha Bros. and um the Young Bucks and the Young Bucks <clears throat> and then now I'm seeing a lot about Cody and Dustin. But yeah. Other than that, like you still the TV deal shit that was like what in February. No. When they I first mean, started they, talking about it, like. But a lot of stuff then, has started coming in the recent. Like, we're weeks. still talking about the same shit. Like I'm still waiting. Like there's real, really no build-up. That's what I'm saying. So. May 25th is, like, literally around right the corner. Around the corner, yeah. So, um, you know. We're... Yo, speaking about um, May
3: 25th, LP passed those Oreos real quick. Bro. <laughs>
1: but, I mean, is everybody still, like, a little hyped to want to see Double or Nothing?
3: Yeah, I, I want to see the matches. I definitely want to. Yeah,
1: like, it, it, the matches are intriguing, but it's something different for us. Right because we're used to seeing stories, we're used to seeing something that, you know, generate hype and evolving. Yeah. And we're not seeing that right now. Right. Unless you're following every move.
2: Basically, you like I'm only I'm only really watching it cuz I'm a fan of Jericho. Yeah. The Ayatollah Rock and Roll is going to be the kick as ass Omega's ass. He's the National Treasurer of Wrestling. The
1: National treasure of Wrestling. And he is
2: going to kick Kenny omega ass. The Cage of Wrestling. Yeah, this
3: time around, I feel like he's going to win. Oh yeah. Adults,
2: you're making a lot of noise with them cookies. He's all rapping and shit like that. <laughs>
1: you want to wanna, wanna munch into
2: the mic?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh has been eyeing those cookies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> another thing that's been going down is the backstage heat with leo rush so a lot of the stuff supposedly has been dating backs to uh november of 2018 i mean he had heat before that i think it was like a year or two before that when he put out that tweet about how um, uh what's her name nah, emma no emma. Uh, emma oh yeah emma and saying that she wasn't ready for oscar and he put that out when emma got basically canned by the wwe mm-hmm. she got fired but she got fired after losing to Asuka. Oscar. And Asuka's thing is, you know, nobody's ready for Asuka.
4: Right. So
1: he put out a two. He's like, I guess Emma wasn't ready for her. <laughs> and he caught so much heat to the point where, like, wrestlers, like. But like, why? Because they're like, yo, who are you? Like, you just came into this company, and you're talking this shit. Because okay. she, she has a really good relationship with all the talent, right? She has a really good relationship with them and he was new like he had just signed about a month like a couple of months before that.
4: So it's personal.
1: Yeah, and they're like, "Yo, dude, who are you to say some shit like that?" Right. So now, fast forward to what we're doing right now. Supposedly he's coming backstage with friends and family without the right credentials because he's known as like a junior junior talent, which is basically like a newcomer. So, you know, you got to go through the ropes first and, you know, pay your dues. Like, regardless of you being on the in- indie circuit for a couple years, you still got to pay your dues if you're in the WWE. It's just like the way the way the game goes. And it's just like the, uh, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the Rooks got to, you know, pay their dues.
4: Whatever. I'm tired of people being barred over everything. He said what he said. That's it. Well, he's going around,
0: he's no, going around the back.
1: But he's beyond that. Hold on. He's going around backstage talking about, like, he should be the one that's being pushed. He should be the main guy. He don't know why other niggas is getting pushed. And people are trying to, like, mentor him like Titus O'Neil. Because like, Titus O'Neil sees the talent in him and doesn't want him to just get, you know, fired. He's a good wrestler man. Yeah, and he's just like rubbing like rubbing people the wrong way. Like, nah, I don't want to hear what you gotta say. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do and that's
2: it. He's like a smaller version of Ricochet.
1: Yeah, and it's like yo Mm. dude. And it's like yo dude, it's not the mid nineties and you're not Shawn Michaels. Exactly. Mm. So why are
3: you out here like if you are Shawn Michaels? And nobody's gonna He hasn't hold the title yet. Nobody everybody's gonna see this outside of WWE and be like, I don't want that type of trouble. Why would I want to sign him? I mean, I, do you guys think it's like an age situation? You know, he's 24
1: years old. He's a youngin'. And he's coming into a business where, you know, they're viewing him as a star, but he's just not handling himself right, I guess, politically backstage. So do you think it's just uh, an well, age thing, or I, I, he just needs know. to change the way
3: he's acting? It can be, but I don't see it. You know, maybe that's just how he is. Yeah, Because... You being a young and knowing that yo, I'm just a young kid. I could definitely get fired out of here. I'm nobody, and you should understand that as soon as you come in here. Yeah. So I don't think it was an age, age thing. Maybe he just arrogant. He just doesn't like following. That's what they're saying that like he's just he,
1: he's so confident yeah. that it comes off as arrogant.
3: He probably thought he knew his worth in the beginning. Yeah. Before he got here, and now he's just like way over his head. I just hope that everything is settled. With that, because
1: he, like I said earlier, he's such an amazing talent, so good in the ring, so good on the mic, and I feel like he could be such an asset to WWE in a whole. Not just being in NXT or being in 205, like, he could be such an asset to the company in a whole. You know? Like, it could could actually have other people want to, you know, get into the world of pro wrestling.
4: It basically just seems like he's just speaking his mind. So... But sometimes when
1: you speak your mind, you know, you you, you can't, you got to filter it somehow to not come off so so crazy if you're not, like, in a position of power. Yeah, I get it. Do you think he's wrong for for, you know, speaking and saying what he wants, saying what he feels?
4: To me, no. As a 24-year-old kid that's nice with it, whatever, say how you feel. It is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day whatever the only people that got upset about it is what the old heads
1: like not the old heads but like there's there's other people there that is you know and they're, they're late 20s, early 30s, they're not old heads that, you know, they're pretty new to the business, not not to the business but to the company itself.
2: Yeah, it just seems like he's not sticking to tradition. Yeah, he's not like sticking to the else else tradition. There you go. Yeah, you know, that's all it is. And I don't, I don't knock him for that. He, he you know, he ran through ROH. Yeah. I mean, he ran he through was it. Saying, Nice bear. I'm sure if he was to leave WWE, his indie run will be still good. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. What if Asuka would have said that?
3: Asuka? Yeah, what if she would have made a comment like, oh, she wasn't ready for this? Would that would have been, you think she would have caught as nah, much as that? We would not be
4: talking about this right I think, now. Yeah. I think that's
1: part of her gimmick, though.
3: Yeah, that's that, Asuka, That's how goes. she always,
1: she said that about every competitor that came against her and couldn't get the job done.
3: That's like when you know when you defeat him in Street Fighter, and they count down on Zon if you want to continue. Yeah, and then they they comment like, "Oh, next time you should come harder or whatever." was. <laughs> no,
1: but you know that that's Oscar thing. He said it to Emma when she got fired. You know, before the day before she got fired, she lost to Oscar. He's like, "Oh, I guess she wasn't ready for Oscar." It was funny. It was he probably saw it as a joke i saw it as a joke but everybody else saw it as you know like who the fuck are you bro you you're the rook my nigga like whatever.
2: and that's when he just got signed so it was just, yeah 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 you know, it was just bad timing bad timing it was bad time that's all it really was and he was like the hyped signee at that moment too yeah yeah and he just had that match with uh Jay lethal for the heavyweight title because <clears throat> at roh he won uh he won a four-way, a fatal four-way match or some sorts, and uh, something happened with uh, 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 one of the titles or one of the opponent, uh, one of the talents that was holding the title. I think it was a TV title. He wasn't able to make it to the show. Yeah. So Jay Lethal put up his heavyweight title. So you know, Russia, uh, Jay Lethal had a fight. You know, he was just I like, know. "Yo, I'm not gonna let you." stand here and not get rewarded I'm just gonna give you the match But Yo, do you, you remember that
1: crazy ass bump he took and he no-selled it like with Joey Janela mm. off the top off the top of a ladder I think it was a, a powerbomb off the top of the ladder and he got right back up like, like if nothing hurt him I mean he ended up losing the match but that that was talked about for a while like you could go through there, and it probably has like a million views on anybody that got it out crazy, That's That's crazy. pretty whack. I thought it was pretty crazy. What, Gwack not selling the move? Yeah. That's probably what they went for, you know? (laughs) I thought it was pretty crazy. What, Gwack not selling the move? Yeah. That's probably what they went for, you know? So let's get into the next topic, fellas. Um, It's been brought to our attention, not only us, but everybody else who follows pro wrestling, UFC, anything else, that Brock Lesnar has supposedly retired from mixed martial arts. And this has been brought out there by uh, Dana White. Dana White has said it, he's been commenting on it. And I feel like it's a loss because I really wanted him to, see, I really wanted to see him versus Daniel Cormier. I thought that would have been a fucking phenomenal match, but Vince McMahon got them bags, baby. And supposedly he signed another big lucrative deal with the WWE, that you will see him, not only him, but you're going to see Goldberg as well in the next Saudi Arabia show. Thoughts, fellas?
3: <clears throat> I don't know, man. I like Goldberg. I was always kind of a fan of Goldberg. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. No, nah, I'm pretty sure and, you're not the only
1: one there. with <laughs> Things yeah. like that,
3: bro. And I'm also I'm a believer that he doesn't know how to wrestle. And he just (laughs) does certain moves. But guess what? So does a lot of people. Yeah. You know, so... I'll I'll fuck you, Goldberg, man.
4: Well, Brock, he's 41 years old. Yeah. It's quiet for him to be in the octagon. Nah, I think so, too. If Vince is giving him some good money, then it's good. Stay your ass in WWE. Stop playing these fucking games. Learn how to wrestle and get your shit together. Because... Cormier was gonna fuck him up. <laughs> like, you think so? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And Brock, like, yo, he's a fucking, bro, f- he's a beast, he's a freak, and uh... he started out, you know, you know,
1: wrestling like that Greco-Roman wrestling, just like Cormier. Oh, yeah. I get it, bro. Forty-one years
2: old. Bro. I'm saying Brock. He's in, he's dope in the ring even before he came back yeah. as this MMA gimmick. You know. Which is he was real life. He was always been fire in the ring, bro. Yeah, exactly. When he used to do uh, the shooting star press and shit like that. Yeah.
4: Oh no, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just talking shit. What I mean, is just like focus on wrestling. Yeah, just focus on what you're doing. You're not gonna be a football player. You're not gonna be a fucking (laughs) UFC fighter. Just be a wrestler. Stick to wrestler. Get wrestling. Get some new moves, and just do your thing. That's it. That's that's what I mean. All right, all right. So that's what's up. I'm happy about that actually. I mean, he, and, th- and this goes back to my point
1: that I said uh, before when they started doing shows in Saudi Arabia, how people are always saying that, you know, oh, why they always have these, they would say old timers, you know, when you have like The Undertaker, Triple H, and these guys at these Saudi Arabia shows. But pe- people don't understand, like, you know, in Saudi Arabia, they didn't have sports entertainment for years, bro, like decades and shit. You know what I'm saying? They never really got to actually enjoy all of this stuff, and they're probably far behind on the product. Where they they're still watching
4: the Attitude Era, you know. As you said, bro, people are going to Saudi Arabia and doing nasty things for money. Yeah, it's just a money grab. That's all it is. So nasty. It has nothing to do with giving the fans anything. It's all a money grab. Would right. you say a hundred million ten shows? No, uh, yeah, they had a hundred million dollar contract.
1: Now I don't know if it's a contract or whatever it is. For ten shows. It's for ten years. Ten years. So it's like te- they're giving the WWE ten million dollars a year. I Actually, had to correct myself from uh, the the other week. Yeah, it was a hundred million dollars for ten for ten years. So throughout those ten years, they'll put out. They'll probably put like what? I would say. I mean, they did what two shows last year. So, so I'm two guessing. Shows a year. Yeah, twenty shows.
4: So you think about Five million a show? That's pretty good. Not bad. So shout to Vince for that, I guess. Right? Okay. If you're that kind of person, that'll go to Saudi Arabia and do some <laughs> and do something nasty for some money. Ah. Shout to Vince. I mean, there's it, like there's there's a couple of stars
1: that actually you know wanted out of all that, and weren't a part of those shows because they feel right about all that. You know what I mean? And then there's other stars that can't really go because of the political climate out there. And then, you know, the whole thing with the with the females wrestling out there. I couldn't even believe that they had it last time, which was crazy.
4: So they dug up Goldberg. Yeah. Brought Goldberg like, back. Come come so do something can... nasty. <clears throat> so you think there's gonna
3: be another match with Lesnar? I can see that happening. Because uh Absolutely. well who leads uh Goldberg leads that win loss match, right?
1: Uh, no! Nah, I think it's tied now. Yeah? I think it's tied now, B. When was the
3: last time they fought?
1: Well, they had that Survivor Series match, which was basically a Goldberg squash. Shit happened. Shit surprised the shit out of us. Remember we were watching that? Mm-hmm. It just ended in under a minute. And after that, I think it was the WrestleMania match where Goldberg, won, I mean, where... Uh, Lesnar won. Lesnar won. He Lesnar won the Universal title.
3: 2017? Yeah. I think what people I are what people
1: are talking about in between was uh, in the Royal Rumble where he eliminated Brock Lesnar out of the Royal Rumble.
3: I mm. remember that. Yeah. All right, so that's that was uh, Goldberg's first loss to Brock Lesnar was that WrestleMania. Yeah. And Goldberg beat him before to win the belt, right? No, but he beat who he beat Seth. Oh, Kevin Owens. No, he beat Kevin Owens. good yeah. I mean, it's
1: it's something for you know, it's gonna draw it's gonna draw money, man. They already got the money there. You know what I'm saying? They already have the money there. It draws, and that's all it is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but wait, who won? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. They wrestled at WrestleMania 20, with Stone Cold Steve Austin being.
2: Yeah. Uh, the guest Gober. referee. Goldberg won go that, out, right? Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. So, so Goldberg got one up on him
2: then. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. That was the first one.
1: Goldberg got one up on him. Oh. Yeah, I can't even believe that, you know. Just slipped my fucking
3: mind right there, uh, B. Oh, we were just talking about the recent. I was talking about the general. Mm. Damn, my
1: bad, fellas. But anyways, let's go into... The Monday and Tuesday shows of the WWE, we're going to start off with Raw. On Raw, the Money in the Bank competitors have been announced. We have Baron Corbin,
3: disappointing,
1: Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, and Braun Strowman. Of course, they all came down to the ring. Ugh, lackluster promos. And it ended off in a tag team match with Ricochet tagging with Braun Strowman Typical against the toe heel. Yeah, the two heels of McIntyre and Corbin. What really stuck out to me is how WWE on the Raw side of things put the three biggest guys they got on their roster for the Money in the Bank match and put a little old Ricochet there. Like, what shit can he really talk to other niggas that are like at least four inches taller than him? Four or five inches taller than him. Have about 70, 80, maybe 100 pounds or more on him. and Braun Strowman's case, maybe 150. That's Kofi vibes. It's Kofi vibes?
2: That's Ray Mysterio mm-hmm. vibes. That's Ray Mysterio vibes. Not Eddie Grew- vibes. All right, so even that's that. Eddie Guerrero vibes. Exactly. Like, that's like that, you know? Like, oh, this is one of those underdogs that made it. Like what Daniel Bryan did, you know? But like, my thing is, is
1: this Ricochet now. Where's the logic in that when last week he loses to Bobby Roode in the singles match? Or should I
2: say Robert Roode? Mm, that's or, how I know him, man. Or, or Silas Young's little brother. Or uh, Rick Roode's uh, double at the oh, moment with the mustache. Yo, crazy. But it just, I,
1: I, I don't know. Like I wasn't feeling the four from the, from the raw side. Really wasn't feeling the four from the raw side. I feel like they got ricochet there. Just do those high spots, those those crazy moments that even he had in his debut NXT match at a takeover when he had the ladder match for the for the North American Championship the Adam Cole won.
2: Dude, they it, had crazy moves in that one. The tag team match was him and uh, Braun Strowman as the tag team partners, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They were the most exciting part. Yeah. Until when uh, McIntyre turned on uh, Baron Corbin at the end. Yeah, but But that was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. That was going to happen. We already saw how it was going to turn out. But the way, yo, Ricochet's shooting star press, bro. Yo, but That shooting star press was so clean. Yo, you know what else was dope? You know what else was
1: dope? How he, how he kind of like, you know, well, the name, Ricochets himself off the post. Mm Mm-hmm. He jumps off the post like you know like on some parkour shit. Somersaults outside. That yo he yo dude he's a star. He's a star, man. I feel like Vince is like, ah, should I pull the trigger? Ah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, he's he's coming up.
4: He's coming up. It's crazy. It's just crazy to
1: see. You know what I mean? Like it it not only crazy, but it's dope to see, bro. That we're gonna actually
3: see. The rise of a talent that everybody wanted to see come up, man. It's dope to see, but at the same time, it's kind of like hard to see. Because I don't feel like he should be in that crowd. He should be in the other crowd. What, what's the other crowd? <clears throat> the, the IC crowd. The U.S. title crowd. Whatever mm. that, whatever role. So he should like work his way up. Yeah, like you're trying to push him too early, just like you did Ali. Well, I, I just feel like they, they want him there for that thrill factor.
1: You know what I'm saying? Because they know that he's going to do these crazy moves that's going to be eye-popping and make the match what it is.
2: On the ladder at that. Yes. It's going to be dope,
1: but
3: he's just, I don't
1: know, moonsault off the top of the ladder. Into ladders. With a ladder. <laughs> On the ladder. Or like, bro. what? <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be crazy, bro. Uh, another thing, I mean, Raw wasn't really all that. I don't wanna, I don't want I really do not want to get into the whole... Episode the whole three hours cause to me the whole shit wasn't really all that. You had uh Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder versus the revival. The revival yo, did we just see the beginning of the burial for the revival? With that Usos promo? No. Where they caught where you they caught so? this guy shaving the other guys back in the shower. I'm
2: <laughs> saying that little that little promo that they said hey, was pretty yo. funny. Like the revival, that little yeah. That little background for form. life or yeah. some shit. Like, he's that, like, I'm a man. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I got funny. I got hair on my
4: back.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Styles P and Jada. Yo, P Styles P J. he's like, got him. <laughs> nah, but yo,
1: Usos. Yo, they were funny, though, bro. They were funny. They were funny. They were funny, entertaining. They had a good match with the good brothers. I mean. The Good Brothers, of course, taking the L once again, but look strong in taking out a lot of people. Probably take it a different way because all they all they seen them do is take L's on SmackDown for a couple of months, and now they come to a new brand and they take an L again. But the Usos need a strong challenger in order to look strong and going into a match that they're gonna have with the revival, from what it looks like at Money in the Bank. So I feel like it all intertwines with the story, and then. Since we're saying that the contract signing with Seth and AJ, AJ had a a lot of heel tendencies within that contract signing, man. He was the first one to pop off on Seth, going in on Seth, and then Seth had him out the ring. You know, Seth does his uh, suicide dive through the ropes. This guy comes back, forearms him, clean comes back, does a phenomenal form through the table, talks his shit, and leaves. Now, like I said, he had heel tendencies there. You got the good brothers mad that they ain't having a chance. This looks all too familiar at the moment, when they all three were first on Raw, um, whatchamacallit, beefing with Cena. Mm. That's the vibe I caught off of it. Wasn't really feeling the whole contract sign. I thought the back and forth was a little stale. And it didn't really generate any type of hype. But I think with AJ, within the next week or two until M- uh, Money in the Bank, he needs to start showing some of those heel tendencies. He needs to be a little more aggressive. He's told Seth, you know that if you want something, you're going to do anything to get it, meaning the Universal Championship he got the universal championship by giving Brock Lesnar some low blows you know what I'm saying? that's true so is AJ Styles gonna go that route? is he gonna cheat in order to get that chip? is he gonna have his good brothers
4: to come around? and we're gonna turn to our AJ Styles correspondent Mr. Shays
0: hi we're live at the Sportatorium
3: man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, like I said, I don't think he's going to beat Seth Rollins. I wish he does, but I don't think he's going to beat him. And as far as the, the boys, I hope they use them because the they, they're not re- I don't think they're resigning. The contract's up in September. Yeah. So, so they insane. They turned down multi-year, um, multi-million-year dollar contracts and blah, 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 blah
1: blah, 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 That That's all we get from the AJ correspondent?
4: Shit. I was setting you up to go in, bro. I thought you a fucking AJ fan.
3: <laughs> I just don't like how they're using him. I think that he should have won the fucking Money in the Bank. Let him be in the Money in the Bank. Let, let, um, th- what's this? I want Sammy Zane to steal w- the briefcase. What is this um, Celtic dude? I <laughs> um, could
4: definitely see AJ Money in the bank. This Irish dude, the Celtic dude, whatever it is.
3: All right, Seamus. No, nah, not Seamus.
2: Oh, Drew McIntyre? Yeah, him. S- Let Scottish him. Scottish
3: psychopath. He's Scottish. Scottish.
1: Scottish. He is Scotty was Scottish.
3: <laughs>
4: Stupid. But Drew McIntyre is in it.
3: Huh? He is in the Money in the Bank. Exactly. He should have been the one fighting stuff for that. That um, belt for the first
2: shot, like the first yeah first shot?
3: yeah. I mean, like we said AJ, before, like AJ that's should've
1: what should have happened. And AJ, AJ should have been the buildup for Summerslam. Yeah, he should have been that money in the bank event. So I mean, I I just feel like they got they have something that's gonna linger. I, I feel like this is a storyline that's gonna linger, and Seth is gonna be actually the the face within all this. I think AJ's gonna go heel. Yeah,
3: it's called John Moxley. That's his name? Yeah. Wrong person. you yeah, are like, oh my god. That's his name, right?
2: Name it's Dean Ambrose's yeah. twin, John Moxley. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut I, I up. thought we were talking about AJ
1: Styles. He came out of yeah. it's John Moxley. <laughs> yeah, I'm
3: sorry. I mean, you, you know, imagine that interruption. <laughs> that or the AJ st- yeah. Oh, the one.
2: Oh. I'm fucking turning this shit off, cause that is bullshit. <laughs> that is, I am not that dumb yeah, to believe what do you that expect? shit. Look at Bray Wyatt, like Bray Wyatt is. He's one
1: of the best things that's happening uh, right people now. Are are people are forgetting.
2: People are forgetting he was thrown into the lake Wait. of reincarnation yes! with no yes! reincarnation, so he had to build back up. He had to build back up. Yo, you're telling me right away.
1: That shit creeped me out, then. But you're telling me that's not the best thing happening in WWE right now, dude?
4: In WWE right now?
2: Dude.
4: Dude. I mean, it's pretty dope. I'll tell you that. Yo, when he's over there
1: painting, he's like, you want to see what
0: I painted?
2: Yeah! And it was Sister Abigail's house burning down. Randy Wern and Bray Wyatt, that match. When he burned down the house. Oh my That's what God, that was. dude! Whatever they're doing, he break. Cuts keep off doing, the doing fucking
3: it. shit with that scissors. Mm-hmm. Yo, keep doing that. it. man. Obviously,
4: this is gonna go to a point where he can't.
3: How far can you go with that? Especially yeah. with kids watching, though. Like, oh no, you can go how, far. How far. You can, can go you far really with, that. Go with that,
4: bro. You can go far. They with can, that.
1: can go left, right. They could go left, right,
4: up, down, dude. But all right, hold on, wait. What? What? Well what's wrong with the gimmick? What is it doing?
3: At this point in time, nothing is a little weird, but it's creepy. But if you like I said, how far do you want to go with it? If you want to go to a certain stack where you're like looking like a serial killer, you know, like oh, little but he's crazy he... glass dude. type fucking yeah. feel. But like what was the word how can of the you day? Pro- how can you really promote it to to well, a younger
4: crowd? You can't do what was the word of that. the day? I don't know. Empathy. Sociopath. Oh, sociopath. Obviously, yeah. this is going. This isn't going to be his gimmick, right? This is basically Bray Wyatt trying to, f- like, find his inner, like, happy self. Yeah. Basically. But unfortunately, he's twisted. Yeah. So, like, even in his happy thoughts, there's, like, a whole bunch of crazy shit going on. House is on fire, right? Yeah. So, obviously, this is going to go to a certain point. Where he's going to have to break that character. And he's just going to go probably back to his sinister stealth.
1: But it's such a good
4: narrative, though. Nah, yeah, it's a you know dope... Know I mean? It's a dope... Yeah, for, now it's it makes for It makes for dope promos. Yes. But, obviously, he needs to get back into the ring. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. And this is not going to be his gimmick. He's not going to be this... Whatever, like, the... Whatever the character that he's portraying right now, like, he's going to... This is just, like, the introduction (laughs) to Bray
1: Wyatt coming back. You know what would be dope? Because, like, remember how, like, Doink the Clown, his, um, his theme music sounded like...
2: And then it it just got real sinister. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's, he's gonna have some shit like that, man. Shit
2: reminded me of a Mario fucking. Wario. A, a Wario fucking mm-hmm. level, for real.
1: Yo, it's gonna be dope, man. I can't wait. Oh, I man. For his don't,
3: return to the ring, it's gonna be I dope. I don't think me. it's gonna, whatever, make a big impact. Oh, man. We'll just see. A, just we'll see. see. Just like Kevin Owens.
1: And let's get into SmackDown from you saying Kevin Owens. So. On the SmackDown side of things, we got a, we got something a little different for the for the Money in the Bank match. We got Finn Balor, Randy Orton, Ali, and Andrade all there on the SmackDown side. So those are the those are the eight right there. Finn Balor, Orton, Ali, Andrade, with McIntyre, Corbin, was it McIntyre, Corbin, uh, Ricochet, and Braun Strowman. This this might be pretty good.
2: What do you guys think? Wait, that was, what'd you say? What was the lineup again?
1: The eight are Finn, Orton, Ali, Andrade,
2: okay, yeah. McIntyre, Corbin, Braun, and Ricochet. Yeah, yeah, I only heard the last four from Raw. I'm oh, like, wait. We already said those names. I bro. think that might be kind of yeah, dope. Yeah, the other names are dope right there. With Finn involved. But my thing is...
1: Might be lit. I feel like there should have been... They like I, I feel like that Finn and Andrade shouldn't have been in this match. I feel like they should have been out there for Intercontinental Championship match between those two. Mm. And maybe you could have put in Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black instead of them. No,
4: would have put Aleister Black, Lars Sullivan. Since you're already going big with the match, Lars hasn't done shit to earn that spot.
1: No, yeah. So you think the four they picked was like the right
4: four?
2: Yeah, I think that's a proper... Framework. Yeah, because
4: if anything, um, Andrade, you know, like, they could just, even though he, we know he's not going to win, well, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to win, they can be setting him up to, you know, do what, he, he could what you it. just say. You know, just put his name out there, bring him up even more,
2: and yeah. then he go for that in the Continental Sider. Of- yeah, it's like saying Ricochet, you know, is not going to be useful there. Of course he's going to be useful. No, I, like, I, like, I, like, I know. I We all know He wasn't going to yeah, be. He's def, yeah, he's definitely going to be. He's going to be there for the throw spots. Yeah, that's where you know? Andrade is going to end up being. He's going to be one of those him throw him spots. I think him and Andrade and Finn are
1: going to have crazy spots in that match. They are. And I think Randy Orton is going to
2: suplex one of them big dudes through a fucking uh a ladder. I want to see Drew McIntyre and Andrade go at it. That's Ooh. that's what I want to see. That would be dope. That would be Fucking dope. A lot of people are going to be attacking Braun, but we'll talk yes. about that. Andrade and
3: Ricochet would be dope.
2: Yeah. Andrade, yeah.
3: Hell, oh, yeah hell
1: yeah. Andrade versus Ricochet? Wait, has that happened in New Japan? Because for a moment, Andrade was uh, the IC champ out there. as La Sombra. So I don't know if they uh, met out there or anywhere else in the independent know. circuit, but that would be pretty tough. And another thing, the Hardys, they relinquish their titles. They're going with the injury angle, but supposedly Jeff Hardy has a serious injury and is going to be out for a while after that Lars Sullivan attack. Hmm. Terrible. Terrible, right? (laughs) What the fuck was that, bro? (laughs) Bring it to light. What was that? That wasn't me. What was that? What, did your phone go off
3: magically again? I have no idea. That wasn't me. Jesus Lord.
4: We're going back to a dream match. Any, anything with PC, PCO and
1: Nobody said anything about a dream match. <laughs> anything with
4: PCO <laughs> is fire. That's a good segue, bro. Yeah. That's a good segue. PCO versus insert anyone.
1: Yo! <laughs> Dude, no lie. Nobody said anything
4: about a fucking dream match. You're going to go back, and you're going to hear that you said something about a dream man No, I didn't. Nah. I can't Definitely recall it right match. now, but I'm... No, I did it. I didn't say
1: anything. All, right, All well, I said is, didn't they fight at uh,
4: New Japan once because he held the IC title? Well, if we had an engineer, we would tell that engineer, yo, bring Run it, it back. back. And he would... Bring it back thirty seconds, and you would say something about a dream. Oh, match. I didn't say oh, anything. Oh, because you about said it. you Bring say it. Ricochet we and had who? An engineer. You could still do that. <laughs> Sir, he'll like
1: to see Ricochet versus Andrade. I Andrade. Right. I never said anything about a dream match, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Shit is in your head. Rijo got his own podcast oh, going really in his head. <laughs> yeah, you know, ricochet. Go with it. It.
4: <laughs> ricochet and PCO make it happen. <laughs>
1: Yo but shout out to PCO and Bro and uh what's his name? Brody Brody King. Brody King. They won the NWA uh tag team championships. No way. Oh yeah that's right that's right We're at the Crockett
4: Cup. Oh shit. That's fucking nasty. <laughs> I know how you love PCO would
1: guy's <laughs> a fucking freak, yo. That guy's a freak. Well, fucking 50-plus years old, still doing moonsaults like he's 23. Until when? I don't know. <laughs> until the last one. They really, they're really, they really telling a pretty good story with the uh, whole Kevin Owens and New Day, Kofi Kingston thing, I think. I
2: think
1: you know? Huh? You say you think. I, that's what I think, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Anything else you want to say?
4: No, it was questionable. So that's that was why. in your opinion. That's in, in like, my opinion.
1: I what mm-hmm. I think. All right. Is that your, your humble opinion? No, that's my opinion. No other word there. All
3: right. Dot.
1: <laughs> but we're, we're getting more out of Kofi coffee, uh, coffee with this with this uh, feud that there's going on right now. I, a lot of stuff have been like the go, go lucky, happy stuff where, oh, it's been 11 years, blah, 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 blah. They're running that shit down through the mud. And now you're actually seeing towards the end of SmackDown you're actually seeing Kofi getting aggressive, like mm-hmm. that aggressive nature in him wanting to just like fucking it up because yo he just like you know fucked up his man's and shit. He's all he's out there for you know revenge and respect. What's up? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs>
4: Uh, LP making fucking noise on the mic. Let's talk about that. (laughs)
0: I'm listening. I don't know what's wrong with
2: you guys. He's on his celebratory mood, I guess. No, no. I'm listening to a whole scenario. Like, I'm thinking the same thing with Kevin Owens and and, uh, Kofi Kingston. Like, their chemistry is pretty good for his first opponent as a champion. You know? So, what do
1: you think about the the feud right now with uh, Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston?
2: I think it's
3: boring. I think the champion's boring. I think it's been a, a boring run so far. Yo, dude, you're
1: mad topsy-turvy, bro. You go from one week, yo, I'm glad Kofi is champion. I'm, I'm and, glad he yo, deserved it, awesome. but it's just boring. You know, everything is looking good. Are you
3: going to say here, a week after week that, yo, it's, it's good matches. It's been great matches. Yeah, he's been holding up real good. No, it's not. It's not. The match with him it hit, and Higgins and Nakamura wack. was good. Smack, Smackdown has been whack. All these shit has been whack. Champion's not been living to his name.
4: I, I my my opinion, I think, you know? <laughs> <you> no <know, laughs> fucking Kofi is feuding with fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Like, what the yo, fuck yo, you I'm want, kidding. bro? Get him a real yo, fucking think, think, uh, opponent. I think, opponent. No,
1: no. Kevin Owens is a real opponent, bro.
4: No, he's a dope wrestler.
1: I think they're going to have a great match. It's going to probably be... Seriously. One of the best matches that fucking All right. in the bank. It's gonna be a Ever. dope. Match,
4: but he gives me Ever. hacksaw he gives me hacksaw Jim Duggan vibes. Is like, it is it the beard?
1: Is it what what is it? Is it the whole, like?
4: Yeah, he's gonna pull up with the with the American flag. <laughs> oh and the two by four. Who, Kevin Owens?
3: <laughs> he says Kevin Owens looks like fucking Hacksaw. No.
2: He no, gives me Hacksaw vibes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a Canadian flag, and there will be maple syrup. It's and the, the other belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they'll, what the fuck they'll it be is. screaming, "Hey, <laughs> hey there, there, you tough guy!"
3: <laughs> yeah. <There, there>, <laughs> Pointing at you with his thumb up like,
2: "Hey, <laughs> you!" <laughs> and his tongue all out. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Axel.
4: Yo, Hacksaw will get no cheers, right? And then he'll be like, yo, he'll start,
0: USA!
4: Yo, and every... Yo, no, (laughs) no, no, Gulf War, nigga. You get a USA chant going crazy. That's it. Yeah,
3: Gulf War. A (laughs) USA chant in any
0: fucking... Yo,
4: everybody everybody going crazy in the arena for him. Yo, dude. Alright, well, go ahead. Go back to Hacksaw Jim Duggan and But I mean, there's nothing else to say, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just killed the whole combo yeah, by calling him Hexo Jim Duggan. Alright, well Shays said it was boring, so.
1: Oh man, yeah. Alright, so then after Money in the Bank, Shays is gonna have a
3: different, a different album. Yeah, and and honestly, it may not be them personally that is boring. It's it may just be the writing. The writing is just boring. I felt like the writing was
1: a lot better than on than on Raw. Like that, they they're making it, they're making it a lot more a lot more interesting in that title match than they are with AJ Styles inside.
3: Yeah, cause they rushed that in there. They, How they rushed it in there? That AJ Styles match is rushed, bro. They, rushed
1: it. they 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 had a little buildup within the two triple threat matches they had, and then a and then the singles
3: match. That, bro, that's something you build build on. That's I, AJ Styles wrestling. You're not wrestling fucking. You know, your best B, B man. You're like, this is a no, top notch guy that is makes everybody look good.
1: I feel like they, they're, they're starting to probably feel the pressure with Double or Nothing being the week after. Money in the Bank is May 19th, Double or Nothing is May 25th. Mm. They're feeling the pressure. They feel like they got to put on a crazy card. There's even talks about an NXT ladder match, NXT Money in the Bank match. A match from NXT at Money in the Bank at Money in the Bank just to just to hold the appeal like you know hold that 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 part that part of the wrestling community that basically are like shunning out WWE because they're so ready for what AEW and anything within that circuit or the independent circuit is doing um, I
3: don't I don't buy that I'll be the that's scared
1: of I AEW I think right so now. bro I, I think the same feeling
2: so. for that talk no, so I said so I said they were
1: flopping this year. Let's see what happens, bro. See what Let's happens, see what happens, man. Guys, one year in, man. I had to say it again because we're about to close out the episode. Yo, before we're you close one out the episode. Year in.
4: Before you close out the episode. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yo. Is Randy Hogan a real character? Oh, you seen that? <laughs> yeah, bro. WCW
1: had a jobber named Randy Hogan.
4: (laughs) Yo, bro. That picture. (laughs) That shit had me Dying, Nobody bro. said anything when I sent it. Bro. I was working. <laughs> I saw that shit, yo. He looked like he threw a bail, like yeah. <laughs> And the bail was Randy Hogan. Yo, <laughs> that is fucking hilarious, bro. And he got Hulk Hogan's haircut and everything. Bro. And the mustache. That is so fucking nasty. The motherfucker that owns a restaurant in Florida now. Randy Hogan?
1: Randy Hogan, yeah. Shout out
4: to Randy fucking Hogan,
1: bro. Yo, bro. and everywhere he wrestled, he never became a champion. He was always a jobber. So, shout-out to Barry Horowitz for going over that threshold. Shout-out mm-hmm. to just going to say that. You know what I'm saying? Yo,
4: 52 weeks, fellas? Yo, dude, 52, 52 weeks.
0: weeks,
1: man. I mean, shit. Like, this was a idea. I always keep saying this, man. This was an idea that, you know, me, Shice, and LP had. And you know what it is? I remember when we first talked about this. And this was, I think, WrestleMania, what? I think... 31. That was the one where they were in Cali, right? I think Outdoors. So. Remember, Daniel Bryan had won the the IC title on the ladder match. That's when we seen that crazy RKO from Randy Orton to Seth. That was the dopest RKO I ever seen. And that's seen. when we actually mm-hmm. started vibing mm-hmm. about, like, Word. trying to make a podcast. And then the shit, just, <laughs> the shit just comes into fruition dope dope I ever saw. about two, three years after that, man. Dopest dope. And thank Thank you guys for just like you know just keeping the vibe and keeping it organic. I guess you could say that just like the smart bud, right? Oh, mm. hey, man. <laughs> come on, man! It's not that <laughs> what the streets is
4: talking about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: yo. well, but yo, seriously, two weeks, man, bro. and I just want to say a special shout out and a special thank you. Special. That that was that was on the Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I had a Cody Rhodes mic. A special mm-hmm. shout out mm-hmm. to SM Two for coming along with the twenty by twenty ride mm-hmm. and just you know adding extra flair to what we're doing over here. Blah, right. and you know, yeah, man. Shout out to you, brother.
4: And shout out to the Nation of Domination.
1: Nation. Hey, there we go. There we go. SM Two, shout you.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but yeah, man, we got another year coming. Like I said, it's gonna be some merch. Wait on that. You got it coming. It's in the works, you know? Shout out to Ash Bug and Biz Up Media. There you go, baby. This is Episode fifty two and I'm Nathan McFly with Mr.
3: Scheiß. SM two and LP Dangerously. Peace.
0: See, we all medicate our pain some ways. This is what we do. I'm about to blow me a doubt. Only a swing of can take the brain away to sell a serenation. My soul better, show me some love. We sell seven bricks of cane What's the matter with Joe? I'm a poor little. Girl from my homie, she had the cross me. Show me some love, show love, love, yeah. so love, show me some love. Let's go, uh. Yeah, niggas tried their best to hurt me me. Come and catch the birdie birdie. I'm Tom Brady, you a test the birdie birdie. Yeah, old washed up with no arm strength He don't show no remorse He ain't got a conscience He don't got the darn sense to be the boss Who that nigga that they talking about That he need a cost Bigger veils, bet I prove him wrong again Just like the last wave I only get the money, hit the honeys that be nasty, Blash me Caught him off the lean, took his breath away The ratchet, tore him off his jeans Took his best away, then 50, put the rest away. Suck my metal low. Send 50 for a rainy day. Cause you'll never know. No, we got that better blow. These tried to crap storm. storm, The D's was still a nine, even when stepped on. The shower man told me dull The powder man showed me love. 195 okay, off our I'm ice being uh. yeah, grand drive cool. cool. Take the pain away. The shower shower. Show me some love. We, we sell seven bricks a can a day, what's the matter with you My oh, niggas I'm on top. Love, to Stack the oh, Show me some love. Show me some love, man. Show me some love. Niggas better show me some love, man. All this wave I bring to the game. Y'all niggas better show Bigger Bell that love, man. Might got to go back in, you know. Might got to go do that 30, you know. Fuck it, you know, leave you niggas that wave, though, uh, Boss Star Bigger Bell, Bird Game, you gotta love it, yeah, Public Domain 2 shit for you niggas, baby, so wavy, mm-hmm. Shouts to my boy, Nid Al Barrio, got them smelly faces back in the building, My nigga Al Pop, it's good, baby, he gang green, Ron Jeter, Mike Bruno, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm about to blow me a dub. Only a swig of Grand Cruel. Take a pain away to sour, sour needs. My soul. Who really show me some love? My soul. We sell seven bricks of a cane today. A What's the matter with your soul? I'm a yeah. full little liquor on the ground. From my homie, she had to cross me. Who really show me some love? Show me some love. Yeah. Show me some love. Love. Yeah. Show love. Yeah.